Welcome to the TaxSell Podcast, where TaxSell investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dimon, a TaxSell veteran expert and trainer, author of the TaxSell Playbook, founder of the TaxSell Academy, and your host right here on the TaxSell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of today's podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax-defaulted real estate, head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxSellAcademy.com. All right, guys, I want to record a podcast episode today on pre-auction purchasing. And this is something that I've shot quick little videos for on my YouTube channel. I have an entire workshop on this exact strategy inside the academy. But I also want to do an audio version just to make sure that you didn't overlook this strategy. Pre-auction purchasing is just that. It is buying properties prior to the tax sale auction. While we'll get into all the details, a quick version is that you'll locate a property that an owner is about to lose to tax foreclosure. The owner will presumably be very motivated to get something for the property instead of losing it entirely, and will sell it to you at a discounted price. You'll negotiate directly with the owner, you'll pay off the delinquent taxes, and you'll be able to buy the property for a discounted price while avoiding an auction or OTC issues and, of course, the competition that comes along with it. Likewise, the title to the property will also not have become clouded because of the tax foreclosure process, which will allow you to sell the property with title insurance, and you can avoid the time and the expense involved in clearing any title issues. Now, obviously, if there are lots of outstanding mortgages or liens, then the strategy won't work unless there is sufficient enough purchase price for you to pay off those liens at the closing for the seller. Now, I can't go into every single detail on utilizing this strategy in today's podcast episode, but I do want to provide you at least the framework behind this concept in a quick five-step process. Number one, your very first step is to review that tax sale list. Now, before we continue talking about that, it's very important to address the timeline issues here. There are two variables to pre-auction purchasing. Number one, you want to find motivated seller. So, if the property is scheduled to be auctioned off in a year from now, it's unlikely that they're going to be that motivated today. But we must keep in mind number two, which is that it's going to take time to track down, negotiate with, and close transactions. So an auction that takes place in two days or three days is not going to give us sufficient time required to do all this. So find a list in that sweet spot. Preferably, you're looking for a tax sale list where that auction is going to be held at least 30 days away, but no more than 90 days away. Now, this will be possible in some areas, and it might not be possible in other areas, depending on how far in advance they actually post their list. And as far as finding lists, I've got videos over on that over on YouTube, and we'll go into detail, of course, inside the academy. But long story short, finding a list is absolutely easy. So find a list that fits that date guidelines, okay? Number two. Once you have a suitable list, it's time to review and locate the properties that you're interested in. Obviously, this isn't just a breeze over step. You really need to pay attention here. Like any tax sale list, there's going to be a number of properties that you just don't want to purchase. There's going to be countless junk properties. There'll be others that just don't fit your investment objectives or maybe even your budget. But go through the list methodically and choose which properties you do want to pursue. And you need to understand that the opening bid amount is going to be the minimum that you need to pay for that property, typically because that opening bid amount will be the amount of the back due taxes, interest, and fees that are owed just to the county and not including anything that the owner wants above and beyond that. So, of course, make sure that opening bid is going to fit very well within your budget. 
Now, you're going to be investing time into acquiring these properties. So you need to figure out which ones you're going to buy right now and which ones you won't buy, okay? You don't want to pursue a piece of property that you ultimately decide you don't want to purchase. Because again, if you do that, you'll be wasting valuable time chasing those properties that you don't even want. So make sure you pick out properties that you are capable of buying and that fit your investment objectives. Number three, contact the owners. The next step is to locate and contact those delinquent owners. That's right. Just find them and make contact. It sounds pretty simple, right? Well, I can assure you that this is likely going to be the most difficult step for you. Many of these owners bought the property decades ago and have forgotten all about it, all while moving five or six times and not updating their address. Other owners will avoid anything having to do with this property since the last thing they heard they were going to foreclosure, which can certainly cause a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. And many owners are, well, they're just dead. So they won't be responding anytime soon. And quite a few others have fairly common names. So if you Google like John Smith trying to find the owner of that property, there's gonna be a lot of John Smith. So if you see John Smith, when you go to research it, you might just wanna move on. Guys, I've even found another Casey Denon before, and it just so happens that this person has died in a car crash, but he still pops up on Google from time to time, which is a little bit awkward. So the whole just Google their name can even be a little bit difficult. So obviously this step will require a bit of effort. My suggestion is to try their last known address and then cross-reference all that information with Google. Search Google, social media, and anywhere else you can think of to contact them. Let them know you're trying to save their property from tax foreclosure and you'd like to work out a deal that benefits both them and you and you want to mutually work through the process together. Number four, speaking of working out a deal, the next step is to negotiate. You wanna work out some sort of deal with them that makes it worth their effort. Most owners won't wanna go out of their way just to sign over a property to you if they're not receiving any compensation for it. Now, obviously, you can relay to them that you're trying to save them from going through a tax foreclosure, which, if it's in their personal name, might have repercussions against their credit and other issues in the future. It's unlikely, but it is possible depending on the county. So that's one benefit. But on top of that, you need to determine how much avoiding the competition at that tax sale is actually going to save you. Then add in the amount that's owed to the county, base your offer on that, and if they refuse it, just understand that you'll have your shot to bid at it at the tax sale auction in the end. And if they agree, go ahead and get that contract written up. Number five, the last step, is to close it. That's it. Get the property closed. Once you have the property under contract, have a title company or an attorney perform a title search, close it, and issue title insurance on the property. Do everything the cleanest, most conventional way possible. The title search and the title insurance step is extremely crucial here. Otherwise, you might be overpaying for a property that has title issues and maybe lots of outstanding liens. Something to note, of course, is to make sure that you explain the deadline in very firm and very understandable details to the title company or the attorney who is closing that transaction. If they're planning to close the office for an entire week just so they can go on the employee retreat, that's obviously gonna be something that you wanna know because you're gonna be on a tight deadline. Just be very upfront and very firm with them on that closing date and understand it has to close prior to that. Once they close it, they will typically be the ones that are gonna pay off those taxes and you need to triple check that they actually take the time to do this as soon as possible so it does not reach the point where it gets auctioned off. You wanna make the payment, close the transaction, and get those taxes paid off as quickly as possible. And once you do that, the property is gonna be yours to sell just like any other standard real estate transaction. 
So there's your overview of the five-step process to purchasing tax delinquent properties prior to the tax sale auction. The strategy is essentially to facilitate a private party transaction by assisting you to identify the properties that are in distress, negotiating directly with those owners, and then reselling those properties before they even hit the tax sale auction. Now, obviously, guys, this is a very brief overview, and it can require quite a bit of effort on your side to actually make this work. But this is just one strategy that we teach inside the Tax Sale Academy. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you haven't done so yet, please be sure to pick up your copy of the Tax Sale Playbook. The book itself is free. Just help me cover shipping to get it from my warehouse to your front door. And you can get a copy of my book at taxcellacademy.com. And as always, guys, if you find this episode helpful or any other episodes for that matter, please take a few moments out of your day to leave us some positive feedback wherever you're listening to us at right now because it really means the world to us. We read each and every single review and we are thankful for every single person that leaves us positive feedback. Thank you so much, guys. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye.